This episode of At The Bar is recorded on the lands of the Ghana people and we pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. I'm Jane Gretch and welcome to At The Bar, a podcast about running a dance studio, the highs, the lows and everything in between. As a dance studio owner, business coach, leadership expert, and the founder and author of Dance Step, a dance student teacher education program, my mission is to educate, encourage, and empower all I serve. Each week, I'll share a mixture of solo episodes and interviews, sharing ideas, hopefully making you smile, and reminding you that you are not alone. So, what are we waiting for? Join me at the bar. Welcome back to the bar. Miss Jane here. Always so great to have your company. Today is a solo episode and it is sharing with you one of the best leadership tips that I can. Um, as many of you know, I am a leadership and management coach and mentor for dance studio owners, um, as well as the author and founder of Dance Step, which is a student leadership program for dance students. So leadership is the thing, aside from teaching ballet, <laughs> leadership is the thing that really interests me. And I've spent hours and hours getting you know further into these black holes of research and over the last 10 years it's been such a privilege to be able to not only apply all of this knowledge to my own life and my own business and reap the rewards from that but also to share that with others and as a result um, be on the sidelines cheering them on and watching them thrive. So let's get to, for me, where leadership must start and end. And that's with you. It's the art of self-awareness. And the funny thing around about self-awareness is it sounds very self-obsessed, like it's all about you. But hear me out. I think if you are a self-aware leader, you are aware that it's actually all about your impact on others. And if you don't know, then you could be leaving, and often leaders do, a trail of destruction. A lack of self-awareness in leadership uh, in dance studios shows up in many ways. You might have a high turnover of staff. You might have a high turnover of customers. There might be uh, conflict, might be a regular and not good conflict. Um, there is good conflict, but this might be the kind of conflict that is, is aggressive and unkind that might be happening more than perhaps is healthy. And... Um, yeah, often the way to start to fix that is leading yourself better. So 
um, leadership starts and ends with you and leading others only can be done when you first lead yourself. So we have a blind spot just as we do in a car. Um, we have blind spots. It's just something that we can't see but others can. I bet that you've been in a car and you're you're driving behind someone and they go to merge into another lane and you can see that there is a car in their blind spot and you're like, oh, you know, you, you make those kind of noises. You're like, oh, no, 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 don't, right? And then all of a sudden they see it and they swerve back or they don't. Um, luckily, that's that's getting less and less so as our cars do a lot more of the thinking for us. Mine definitely does. And if there's a car in my blind spot, a little light flashes up in my mirror. Um, but unfortunately, in our lives, although there might be some indicators, we get pretty good at ignoring them, those little lights that might be flashing so there are blind spots in our leadership that others can see. Um, they can see us perhaps not leading particularly well or um, not using our strengths or those of others that we can't see unless we take the time to pause and learn and apply that new knowledge to ourselves and to others. And unfortunately, as leaders, time is our, our greatest enemy in some ways. We are often racing the clock because um, the dance studio owners that I work with are very successful. Um, they're very busy. They wear many hats and leadership is just one of them. And because often it's not perceived as urgent, it's very easy to push aside and there's no judgment there. Please understand me because I'm exactly the same. And so it is, it's very easy to push push these time to, to learn about yourself and, and learn about others to the side and get on with what is perceived as more urgent tasks. But as I say, if things are not going particularly well in your studio for some reason, um, this is often not where people go to start the solution, and I believe it needs to be. They might start instead, you know, if um, perhaps the studio is not growing at the at the rate they'd like, they start to throw more money on Facebook ads perhaps. But unless things are going well in the back end, it doesn't matter how many new customers you recruit in the front end because their experience is not going to be what it should be if your team is performing, if you are performing at your highest level. So this is a, not about um, changing who you are. It's about understanding who you are. And you discover this understanding through really diving deep and finding out what your strengths are, not your self-proclaimed strengths either, oh, I'm good at it, but actually doing the research and looking at um, and questioning what your value system is and finding out more about your personality and why 
you might react to things the way you do. Not only that, what's your natural leadership style or when I say natural, kind of your default leadership style? Um, And often when I'm coaching dance studio owners in that, I talk about the um, drama triangle and although they are not particularly leadership styles, they are just dysfunctions, the drama triangle suggests that sometimes we fall into the dysfunction of being a rescuer, a persecutor or a victim Um, and that can be in any aspect of our life. You can see how those words can very easily show up in your leadership life as well. Um, and they're called dysfunctions because they it, it suggests that when you are in one of those areas, you aren't um, as functional <laughs> as perhaps you could be. And n- none of them are particularly attractive or effective. And again, I've fallen into every one of those, both just in my general life sense, but most definitely as a leader. But the thing for me and those that I have worked with now is that they, the little light in the, the side mirror starts flashing earlier and brighter and they see it and they think, oh, I am self-aware enough to recognise that I am, I am falling into a persecutor leadership style here or a rescuer leadership style. And, and that awareness goes, all right, something needs to change about how I'm interacting with this person. So when we know more about ourselves, it's, again, not about changing who we deeply are, but it's about remembering the impact that we have on others. Leadership is influence. And you have a choice. You have a choice about the kind of influence you're you're having on others. Is it positive? Because it not always is. Is it negative? In which case you are really holding your business back. You are really holding your business back. And again, it's not the most obvious solution to many problems that businesses and studios have but it is really fixing, it really fixes a lot of problems. That's the the art and the joy of leadership and it's what gets me so excited because I know that the work that a leader does on themselves and then subsequently their team is not going to just impact one area of their business but all. And so you move forward faster and just in a more aligned way. I guess even though I'm talking about the art of being self-aware, the next step, and, and I guess they sit side by side, is taking that work that you do with yourself and applying it to key members in your team because the discoveries that you're going to have about yourself are powerful. You're going to really go, oh, that's why that irritates me or that's why I really enjoy that kind of work and I'm good at it. And I want your team members to have that experience about themselves as well. 
you step up the ladder, I guess, to a high, higher performing team. And whenever I have worked, when I, I think back over my teams over the years, the ones that were really the, the easiest to manage, had the best output, um, it was when the business was most profitable and it was when the business was most fun is when I was really spending time not on only on myself but on those key team members. And then they get to think about how they are interacting with you and, and vice versa, but it has to start with you. And, you know, I, th I think the thing is we have to realise that everyone gets better when the leader gets better. And I know I've, I've just said it, but I really want to reiterate that when my businesses are performing at their best, it's when I am performing at my best and I am helping my team to perform at their best. And I'm talking about them as people. It's a truly human leadership approach as opposed to just how is the Facebook ad performing? How many new students have we got? What is our conversion rate? Those things play a part. We can't take our eye off them completely. But I really think that this is an area that sometimes is overlooked at um, great negative cost. That, I guess, is the pros. On the flip side, you know, what happens? What does a lack of self-awareness look like? Well, it looks like us and others not taking responsibility. And I bet we can see that in others better than we can see it in ourselves. There's that blind spot again. And if you're brave, there are ways, it's called the Johari window, there are ways to uncover that blind spot, but you have to be open um, to receiving that information. <laughs> Um, so just be aware it can be confronting, um, a lack of self-awareness can look like the blame game. Now, often that will be in, uh, that's where that kind of victim leader shows up. You know, we're blaming others that, um, sorry, is the persecutor. We're blaming others and the victim is not taking responsibility oh, it's not my fault, no, this isn't, no, I don't know what's gone on here, but such and such hasn't done something, you know, and there's no, there's no place for that in leadership. You must take responsibility and it starts and ends with you. So if something hasn't gone to plan, don't look and point the finger at others to blame them. I heard a phrase, something like, you know, when you point your finger at somebody else, be aware that there are four fingers pointing back at you. I'm doing it as I'm saying it. We have to take responsibility. And if someone is not performing to our expectations, we need to look and think about why that might be and certainly ask them what's stopping you, but be there to, to coach them. Um, if there's a lack of self-awareness in ourselves and in others, there's a lack of knowledge around what our strengths and our weaknesses are. I 
when I'm working on areas that show up in my weaknesses, like, yeah, definitely I can, I can seek to improve them. But I always acknowledge that my weaknesses are somebody else's strength. And I know that when I'm working in my strengths and um, I've, I've got my little piece of paper here, I can share some of my strengths with you, but I know that it's fun. Um, input, these are my strengths, by the way, input, ideation, futuristic, um, strategic. They're my top four. Oh, an achiever. <laughs> Good-o. Um, so, you know, I know, uh, let's just use input. That's about collecting information, about researching. Um, I store information because I might need it some day, which is why I've got a whole storage tub of my notebooks. Um, when I'm doing that kind of work, I'm really lit up. And I'm really in that zone. But for other people, that might be a weakness. And so if there is an area in my business that requires research or we want to consider a new program, then I'm the person for it. And it would be silly of me to hand that over to somebody else because that's actually using one of my strengths. Um, another one is that I'm futuristic, I'm a visionary, I'm always thinking about how we can do better as a business, how we can be do better as a team, how I can make my life better, both for me and for my family. Um, and so I'm a bit of a dreamer and I can see the visions of what can be and, and how we can make that happen. Um, sometimes that can be frustrating because I can forget to be here in the moment now. But as um, a leader of a number of businesses, that's great because I can tap into that strength and use it for good. Um, I'm not asking other members of my team to write my vision story, for example. But I can also help other dance studio owners write theirs and I can ask them the questions because it comes really easily to me. I can ask them the questions to get them going down that path because for others it, it might be a little bit more of a challenge. Um, a lack of self-awareness is also how others might be affected by me. I need to know as a leader that my actions will cause a reaction and I can't be so arrogant to think that my way is always right. Um, I need to know um, an example of this is just the energy I bring into a space as the leader. I know, and this is both for us as teachers and as, as studio owners and as people, I know as a leader there is, there is energy that comes with me and that that's going to affect the room that I'm in. Now, that doesn't always mean um, being inauthentic so for example if I'm really feeling unwell um, or something has happened outside my work life and I'm I'm a little bit fragile that doesn't mean bouncing into the office and saying hi everyone how are you you know it's about showing others how to to be authentic as well and coming in and saying good morning 
um, and, and asking how others are and then maybe saying, I need to let you know um, this is what's happening, um, you know, not in huge amount of detail perhaps. Um, I need to let you know there's some things going on that are a, a bit tricky for me to, um, I guess, negotiate at the moment and um, I'm, I'm going to do my very best to leave that just kind of over there, not particularly at the door, but just over there and be here and working, um, but just to let you know. It doesn't mean ignoring it. It doesn't mean there, there was, I guess, a big idea about, you know, everybody leaves their baggage at the door. And to a point that is required in being a professional sometimes, sometimes we do just have to park it. But in a high-performing team, hopefully there is enough trust that a quick sentence like that um, is means where others are able to step up and support you. But if we don't have self-awareness and we just kind of barrel in and we unload everything onto all of those others without recognising that perhaps they might be in the same space, then... Um, We've, we've got a bit of a problem. And so a lack of self-awareness often will just look like a bit of a bulldozer leader. Um, and also learning to be um, with somebody else, learning learning to listen to them, learning to, to kind of be really with them. Whereas um, if we have a lack of self-awareness, we make it all about us. We're not a very good listener. Um, we're listening to respond instead of listening to listen. You know, they're talking and we're like, just stop talking because I've got a really good thing to say here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna share some some gold here. Um, and so we need to to have a little bit more self-awareness around that when we're working with others. Anyway, um, that's it. The art of self-awareness for leadership in a little bit of a quick summary. I hope it's given you something to think about. If you want to dive a little bit deeper, I'm now going to invite you to do so with me. Um, many of you know that I am hosting a summer school. It's going to be in January on the 18th, Wednesday, the 18th of January here in Adelaide, down by the beach, as well as online. And I would really love you to join me because um, we the day is going to be spent on looking at the leadership and management of our studios and of ourselves, um, both in equal measure. And so a large portion of this work is going to be really diving deep. Remember I said I, I think I said anyway at the beginning of the podcast, this is the kind of work that I don't think people put enough weight into. They think it's a nice to have, oh, you know, oh, yeah, I'll get round to that. But I truly believe, and this is why I'm putting on the event with this content, that when we spend this time looking in the mirror, learning about ourselves, learning about others, that the performance of our team lifts and as a result the performance of our business lifts and it's that philosophy uh, that is underpinning all of the content that I'm pulling together for summer school. 
you um, can head to my Instagram, which is at Dance Studio Success, and learn more about that. If you there's a ticket link there, um, we have had sales open for a little while. Um, both with my members of my club, which is my monthly mentoring group, as well as people who listed for pre-sale. So we are selling quite quickly. So go and just have a look at the booking link. It'll give you more information about the event. And of course, if you do have questions, reach out to me, um, send me a, a PM or an email. Um, the the best email for me is jane at dancestudiosuccess.com.au and we can have a little bit of a chat about the event and whether you, it's it's the right one for you. But I am really excited about it because I know that work that is done in that day and it's, it's not likely to get done unless somebody <laughs> makes you, that that work that's done for those leaders in that day is going to carry them not only through 2023 but beyond and um, you're invited to bring your 2IC. So if you've got an emerging leader or someone you work really, really closely with, this is going to be even more powerful for you because not only will you get to know yourself and how you work and what you how you want the dynamic of your team to work, but they're going to experience that as well. And so when you take this back to your studio, you've got an ally. <laughs> you've got somebody there ready, ready to champion the idea with you. Thank you for listening once again. It's always great to have your company at the bar. If you've got any suggestions for future episodes, then follow those same ways to connect with me. I'd love to hear from you. I want this content to be relevant to you um, and support you in that way. So until next time, I'll see you at the bar. Thanks for joining me at the bar. To find out more about past episodes or how I can help you grow your own leadership, or train student teachers, head to dancestep.com.au. Great leaders create leaders, and I'm here to help you be and do both. And please remember to rate and review me on your podcast player of choice. See you next time at the bar. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 